Welcome to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. Join us in our campaign and shenanigans as we explore the subterranean labyrinths, plunder hordes of treasure, battle legendary monsters. This podcast will be following our gaming group and the adventures of these characters, as well as a few guests from time to time. Join us as we start a new campaign and our journey to experience the best, and maybe the worst, in the 5th edition of Dungeons & Dragons. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok's story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com slash cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Welcome back to Goblins of Conquest. And uh, top of the order, bugbear. Your friends are going up there. We never usually don't care. It's still attached and welcome. Oh, oh, you're teleporting up there? So immediately you do your spell and you. And pretty much like Harry Potter, steam cloud goes, goes flying, and then you re- rematerialize right in front of the tower. You look like you had trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I saved that one spell, just to bust your chops. And then do another perception. Okay, night. Ooh. Yeah, 19. You distinctly see he is hiding behind a tree, the little tree right here, and he's hiding right behind you. You see his like little mossy butt stick out. You're like, I see that mossy. So you can. I actually turn my back to him and I look at my companions and I say, I describe what he was In Goblin or in Common? In Goblin. Okay, so immediately he's like, dude, left tree. Twelve o'clock high. Look for the mossy ass. <laughs> it's like a grassy ass, but it's mossy. Okay. Hopefully, <laughs> And basically, he's doing a thing behind his tree. Not sure exactly what he's doing, but he's doing. Well, you see, you, you confirm that that was him because there's some movement happening behind the tree, and you just hear him say, "I said, get out of my swamp. The elves drove your kind out of here countless ages ago." We're back. Really hiding? You gonna just hide? <laughs> <laughs> this kind of, uh, <laughs> you seem to get no reaction from that. 
It's almost like he doesn't speak to Goblin. Bullywog, he speaks fluidly. Goblin, not so much. So, Cleric, your bugbear wizard is basically zeroed in where he is. He's behind a tree. You know, he's, 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 done, he's doing something. He's wanting you to, to, to get out of his swamp. Okay, so I'm going to get out of the swamp. What are you going to do? I'm going to climb. Okay, so I'm still in Give me an athletics. Uh, Nicely done. Just need 14. 10 or better. You bloop up there. You still have your movement. Um, what would you say he's hiding? So, uh, so he's, he's, you, you were pointed out to me that he was right here. You, there's a tree right there. Here, let me put some some terrain on this map here. You got tree, 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 tree. You got a log down here. Tree, tree. Okay. So what are you gonna do? I said I have. Uh, yeah, your movement. Okay. Oh, she's, she's flaking around. Okay. So you got this little tree stump at like chest level. So you just oh, looking over. See, little tiny yeah, edge sticking out. As a little bug was crawling by. Okay, so. Okay, so Ranger, it's your turn. Okay, go ahead and give me your deck. I'm good at that. You, 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 as all of a sudden, where you were, you were getting ready to run, you realize there's a big ass 10 foot square pit trap. That immediately the foliage starts crashing down and the tons of old man's beard blossoms there. And immediately, when the, 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 the refuse hits the bottom, you immediately look down and see basically a swarm of what's that water monsters. Just writhing down there as a group or staying together for deep. <laughs> and you realize that this pit trap has a swarm of poisonous snakes inside it. And I narrowly avoided it. And you narrowly avoided falling into it. I'll tell you, by one point. Well, technically, too. That's, I assume that, that ends my movement. <laughs> you still have your full movement. Okay, so it's like, you have the rest of the movement if you would like it. <laughs> Are you, do you want to just go willy nilly? I'm not going forward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find him. Uh -huh. Oh, like 
Solid ground up there. You're walking past the house. Okay. 
So you guys certainly see this one, at least this one, right? So as you come in, you see a number of listings. This way, because that's a pit, and that's a tree. And the second you step there, by the way. <laughs> Give me a deck save. <laughs> Do you sense a pattern to this ambush site? Who is really getting ambushed? Ooh, okay. So you immediately step and you're looking at that pit and you're like, I'm not going near that pit. As soon as you step down, you feel the, 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 the ground give and you immediately pull your foot back as a similar pit trap drops. <laughs> the cleric's like, I saw this coming. Yeah. And you, you, you step back. As, as you just see it fall down and the snakes are doing the whole as this writhing swarm of moccasins are there. You do still have your action. You want to try to, to like jump oh, over the athletics. That's something you can do. That would leave you, you know, actual Yeah, in the center there is a natural is that your creepy armor? Yeah. So, so describe the group as they see you cast your creepy armor. Just, no. The plume's going on the ground. They're like sitting down here and they're like, hey. Yeah, so in the center of the circle. That is cool. I need that spell. Okay, so top of the order, bugbear. Your friends are finding pit traps everywhere. You're like, damn, I should have missed he stepped across this island. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to waste another second. That's why they call you the murder bugbear. <laughs> so these trees are pretty stout. So, the. They're pretty stout trees. You can see they can easily the hold your weight. Well right so, uh, you can see. What about jumping that tree? You two. can try to jump it. These two, which are yeah. totally secluded. Yeah. That's what you see a bugbear floating large files inside. Yeah. You see the files in the Yeah. The other two is Okay, so you do, you do the whole. Which are one of their spin tools to aim it towards the edges. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna fail that. So I'm gonna be, uh, <laughs> as you immediately like, you look at him and you're just like, and immediately your last step and you're putting all your weight into it, the dirt just out from underneath you and you just slide to a stop inside the pit on your ass. With a, as you look up, another bit of wall caves in and just splats you. <laughs> How badly was your miss? I got a seven. It wasn't bad. The second one, it doesn't actually. It is three points worth of damage. It does. Smack your. And you know, you, you you look up and there's you know, swarm of poison snakes in your face. Okay, bonus action. <laughs> what are you doing for your bonus action? <laughs> so a large section of the raft is being destroyed. Ooh, it's all you of a sudden you go splat and you whisper the words of magic <laughs> and you as, as you mist through the moccasins 
and you immediately appear right next to this guy, who's now trying to focus his eyes on you because you appear right in front of him. This could be bad. Okay. Within murder bear range. Yeah, you have reach. <laughs> There's no reason for you to be right there, right? Don't don't can't you give him a free attack. Plus, it gives him a bit. That's true. That is very true. So, that was an unexpected, well, well played move. Well played. Just so you know, everyone's half brown. Shit! That's all. Bugger poop himself. <laughs> <laughs> Left it there. Yeah. That was not cool. in my plan. Shit. That did not look as cool as it did in my head. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> as you can definitely tell from looking in his face, this yeah. this was and not how the was supposed to go. As immediately he looks at you. And he's locking eyes with you. Now that he's focused from your belly to your face, and he looks at you, and he's just starts to fling himself off this. So is that an attack of opportunity? That will be an attack of opportunity. No, no, he's. But he did attack this round. Yeah, he's leaving the. influence, And he's shape shifting into a wolf. And he, you, you see that he is, with all intents and purposes, booking his uh, ass as fast as he can. Your friend is dope. Does he look dope? You can't tell with the moss and the armor. Yeah. I can't do anything else. He looks a little beefier than most elves that you've eaten. Okay. Seeing as right. he's, he's the swamp people version of the group. Yeah. I'm going to cast the light in the <laughs> Can use that as a attack opportunity. You can see more Is it one that you can use as an attack opportunity? Okay. Hit him with your beat stick. I'm going to try to grab him with my arm. Okay, go for it. Try to grab the wolf. The wolf will gladly use acrobatics against you. So I'd use. You would use your strength? Yeah, you would use your athletics. Crit. So 25. <laughs> As immediately, he shape shifts into a wolf and he's diving off the edge, realizing, shit, the snakes didn't work! You immediately just swing your big arm and just grab him by the scruff of the neck. As he's basically, you're holding him off the ground by the scruff of the neck. And then I'm assuming the other hand is grabbing him. Then so, yeah, I'm you know, like quarter step. This is like, your choice. Okay. Because you're just like, you screw it, get him! <laughs> and you scoop him up. He's not, uh, uh yes. Well, you, you don't have any. Those are your two options in the 
Oh shit, they're actually going to get hit by the four massive I did wildfire. 15 feet before it's fine. Because remember, this is an attack of opportunity. The, it's his turn. Yeah. Well, you finished your turn. But I'm holding him. Yep, you yeah. got him. That would have been a hell of a move, though. That would have been a hell yeah. of a move. Uh, the rat literally explodes. So uh, it is the cleric's turn who's devising something evil, insidious. She's got this look. But it's the smell of a hobgoblin skull. And you hear, uh, By the way, I sound kind of loudly as they I got him! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to move to get that tree out of the way. Don't need to move for this. Uh, what are you doing? I'm going to attack blindness. Blindness, definitely. Let's make a constitution saving throw. I swim as fast as I can. What's your DC? Do you want to blind it or one that one? It's an either or. It's an either or? I just think there's a triangle. Okay. As he rolls a one, and all of a sudden you just hear the wolf, as you've got it, and its eyes all of a sudden glaze over magically, you see you're like, Let death take your vision. I guess I don't need to hold old man. I'll do that next round. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know if there's any more traps. So. <laughs> okay. Clearly, they're not going to have three. So, 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 needless to say, this pile of snakes go over here, and this pile of snakes go over here. They're just like. They're stuck in the pit. It's going to be disadvantaged to climb out of. So no, they're not going to try climbing out of. Yeah. Yeah. I just see this wave of snakes so, climb up and fall down. They're just not. Crash mm-hmm. like Drew talked to each of them as he caught them and put them in the pit. Okay, so that brings us to our ranger. You see the bugbear holding the wolf in his hand. Yeah. What's the worst that happens? You roll a one, hit the bugbear, the bugbear drops the druid, the druid escapes. I bet I, he's still marked, he's still marked, so I can find him. I, I find him at an edge. But he's also blind. So. And that too. Well, he doesn't know he's blind. He just knows he caught the druid that shapeshifts into a wolf after he tried to entangle the ranger. You don't entangle rangers. So, yeah. Rangers entangle you. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to again draw upon yeah, the, uh, the multiverse, the uh, energy of the multiverse, the player warrior. Okay, that, your that, arrow's getting all yeah, all glowy and blue, and yeah, and pearlescent. And uh, at 17 on the die, so that will hit. Yeah. He's grappled, uh, so uh, you have advantage so with that, that is, too. Is, Hunter Warrior, the arrow, and Hunter's Mark still in the Jesus, both 20, the eights came up eights. 23. Oh, and as a bonus action, I have. As you're holding this wolf. <laughs> By the so stroke of the neck and the throat, you're looking at this wolf's eyes, and they've just got a horribly putrid, dead cataract. All of a sudden, while you're holding the wolf, it belches in your face. This most horrific howl. As you look down and realize that its ribcage has sprouted feathers in the form of an arrow shaft that went it, right into it. Yeah, so as it flies over, it <laughs> And it just goes drop-dead yeah. limp in your hand. I think that's horrible. Yeah, I would play it. Yeah, that's Thanks. And then slowly yeah, you feel the bones rising under your fingers. 
as all of a sudden the dead oh, yeah. wolf corpse starts elongating into a humanoid corpse. And as you're just holding the neck, the, the, the wood mask kind of like hits your hand and just goes, the, the body just completely limp in your hand as the helmet falls off. And you see this, this middle-aged human face that's got these eyes that, that, that look younger than true. And you can see that the cataracts are still there. And obviously dead because as he changes back, you're seeing just gouts of blood gushing from his arrow and the sh shaft that goes all the way through. So Snakes took a turn. And you're just like, but it, it comes down and you can see the scale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as, 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 as I'm like, can I have my shoe? Slip it through me, back my shoes. Were they Parkinson's? So, so what do you do? Well, actually, as I mean, I was thinking that as he got hit, I was just alone and taking the mask. Yeah, you got to go in there. Okay. So the mask fell off my face. So it comes down to and takes the blood. As it dies, it immediately. Yeah. And there's streaks of red destroying the light green camouflage. And I kind of lift his head up and they start suckling and coming in. <laughs> oh, he's gone. He's been blinded already. He didn't oh. see nothing. So he just hears so this sucking sound. I'm assuming yeah. you're going up there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. just it's just Do not question the bugbear. That, that, that is a valid question. As you're tasting this, this it tastes like human blood to you. Obviously, it's, 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 you're, you're familiar with it. Did he close the music music? No. Restroom ride. So so immediately you've laid the body down, you suckled on its armored teeth. <laughs> you kind of snap the air and use it as a sippy straw. <laughs> so, so as you, you I'm assuming you're checking the body. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm uh, So, so, so the main thing that you find is he's got a. There was a thing where you guys saw a bug that's crawled on your arm or something. <laughs> Them's not the edible ones. Oh, okay. 
So, so you find it around his neck. It, yeah, first you're like, gold! And you pull it out, and it's actually, as soon as you pull out the, the leather cord, it's a whistle. You know, it's sort of like the doggy whistle style whistle made out of wood, but the wood itself looks like gold. Almost like it's either some kind of special wood or it's gold plate or gold foil on it. You think that's actually gold on the wood. So it's some kind of special wood and it looks She's like, maybe it'll make an animated tree. <laughs> I don't know what the final things to do with that. I'm going to grab it, I'm going to blow it. Whoever comes out and tries to blow it, that is a tan of our hand. But it's pretty. It seems to be some kind of enchanted wood. It doesn't seem to be magical. So you can only go with that. That's not the only thing, that's just the first thing that is. Then you, you reach into you know, his side pocket and there's a pouch. He's got 20 gold pieces. And it feels warm when you touch it, so when you open it to pour out the, the coins, a piece of black obsidian falls out with the coins. It's black obsidian. It's almost like it may have been an arrowhead, but it's been rounded, so it looks like you know, little scalpel ladles. But it's warm to the touch. Like it is if it like just came out of fire or something. It's not burning, it's just warm to the touch. Almost like it's a magic hand warmer. 21. Yes. It may have been something else centuries ago, but now it's just magical hand warmer. Could have been some magical elven arrow of goblin slaying, but now it's just magical hand warmer. And then you, you reach into his back side and all of a sudden you pull out. <laughs> you pull out a round board. It's about yay big. It's made of some kind of amberish glass. And as you move it, you're realizing that there's a crack in it that moves. And it's basically the orb of direction. It's basically a magical compass. Hold up, crack. A moving crack in his crack. Because he knew what direction it always was. <laughs> you knew. He got a great Okay, the most evil. Alright. How many times can so, you that? So you have right the, the gold wood <laughs> whistle, you've got the shard of obsidian that's worn to the touch, and the uh, orb of direction that's in the air. From the front, he got the wood. This is how these yeah. things just work out. I want, you know, I want to walk up to him. Are you, are you counting as dead? Well, it's not right. No, it is close. His mouth is blow it. I should get the right or I should the I see a horrible theme. I'm holding an insight. I think you see through her deception that she wants to blow You know how to blow it. <laughs> Careful, bugbear is about to reach around. So, 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 so you give her the whistle. Oh, no, no, it's because I specifically said there's a possibility that you're going to press down and you 
things that are not interesting for birds. Okay. You know the wolf's dying how was pretty damn good. Yeah. Especially <laughs> since it was a point blank wow. range in your face. So you like you wave giggle story who's been hiding behind the bushes watching slowly poking the ground like like there's landmines for the next movie challenge bound to happen. And you tell Gigglesworth oh, to do it, and of course Gigglesworth will do anything um, for you because that's how she is. The champion doesn't seem very She's proficient in sleight of hand too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, a nine steal from you. Uh, no, no, what's your passive perception? It's more than nine. <laughs> As you look, and her hand's just like. <laughs> Good, like and she uses her disengage and goes in heights. You came in the I'm going to take a short back here and look, or... You no, could take a short no back. You, you, you feel fairly safe to take a take a break to ritually cast your... Because that's all it is, is 10 minutes to ritually cast your identify. So which item are you casting the spell on? As he's taking 10 minutes rather than 6 seconds. You go and, uh, does it make sense? Does it? Oh, you don't know. You don't know, they go Okay. I think it does. I think it's like one minute or so once you finish casting it. Yeah, so. They're, they're Identify. Casting time one minute. So it is instantaneous. Do you have a pearl with a gold coins and an owl? Or do you have a component pouch? Which is why you always buy the 20 gold component pouch because it contains. Yeah. So, what would happen is you get everything in Oh, okay, that works too. Okay, so. Uh, uh, and have the end to go to the end. So, it's there. It's the, did you see the bottom part of that? If you stay in touch a creature throughout the casting, you learn what spells up in here are currently affecting it. That's a cool thing to show. Alright, so you find yourself yeah, in a large city. And around you can see the number of Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, uh, and Why does he keep holding my hand for 10 minutes? So you choose one object that you must be touching throughout the casting of the spell. If it's a magic item or some other imbued object, you learn what properties and how to use it. Whether it requires attunement to use, how many charges it has, if any, and you learn whether any spells are affecting the item or what, and what they are. So, so which one of the three are you going to touch? Are you going to be paranoid and do the whistle? And there are large sections that are. Are you 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 going for the very difficult yeah, form of detection to confirm what it's what it is? Okay, so you do the whistle and you realize it's magical wood. It comes from the magical tree that's all we're picking up, and it's just a. It's just a whistle. You could let her blow it, and it would be completely safe other than blowing the whistle. Oh, thank you. Put it away. <laughs> 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 well, should you really have more whistles? I mean, what if somebody else needs to identify this? Okay. Uh huh, you do. The one that, the horn of waking. The one that you pick four people 
And when you blow it, the other one wants to hear the horn. Right, horn, horn. Yeah. Which is great for saying, I will signal you to all attack. So as you go around, you're actually just turn around the corner. Yeah, probably. Help me. I'm pretty sure I saw it three, four times. Hey, look, I can make this thing go in a full circle. I use my slider hand every time I use it. Actually, since uh, that whistle doesn't do anything, it whistles. Since it's not magical, you can have this bottle. Exactly. Oh, she can go right. Oh, you're remembering the job. Okay. So, so you get your your dad. Do you have a dagger? I'm assuming. And you're ripping into his chest. Can you survive? I will see how well you butchered this part. I mean, it's already skewered. Yeah. <laughs> you tie a rope around the, the arrow stick so it just sags in the arrowhead. I don't know how familiar you are with the form. Yeah, yeah, well, he's doing this while you're doing your ritual. Oh, I was going to say, Okay. Uh, you guys can take time. There's no rush. The snakes are crawling out of the pit. Okay, so 14. He kind of had into some spots, but you do a really good piece of Especially since there was an arrow going through. So now you've got the heart. It's got this cute little purplish arrow hole on both sides that perfectly went this direction through the heart. So it opened both chambers to each other and just why you let out so fast. It was, it's the type of shot you want to kill an animal instantly with. Put him out of his misery. Yeah. That's what it was. It was a and the bugbear was like, I want to keep him alive for a while. To at least kill him, kill him yeah, yourself. Kill him yourself. <laughs> you want to beat her? Very cheap. I'm going to keep this. So, so you wrap it in some of the moss and leather that he had on him? Because you did make a promise. You were provided intel for, for a reason. Okay, so, so you guys basically. Oh, seriously. Well, because I wasn't sure about, you know, getting this back to her, and we discussed different ways of describing her. If I feed it to the bugbear, it's a herb or it's a tower. It's like that. That would not. You get the idea she either wants the heart as a trophy or as a magical component. As you walk in, they're like, <laughs> Only if you can talk them into buying it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's magic. That's why I acknowledge it when I left it in the pen. <laughs> See? I've seen that before. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the bugbear walks into the dwarf's spot and he says, Dwarf, I'm going to see if I can poop on you from this yeah. side of the car. <laughs> and if I miss you, I'll pay you 300 gold pieces. And the bugbear bends over. And so hits everything on the bar except the door. And the whole time the dwarf is laughing because he's not touching a bit of extra. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the bugbear smiling and pull, pulling out 300 gold coins, one at a time. And the dwarf goes, Why are you laughing, bugbear? You've lost 300 gold coins. And then the bugbear laughs and points at his hobgoblin pallet of conquest and says, I bet him 500 gold coins, you let me shit on your bar. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and now I, he said I can eat you. <laughs> <laughs> the magic of the bug 
barbaric screen. Okay, so you guys basically have you know butchered the body, identified the magic items. You know, yes, the orb of protection is a magical compass that will always point north. Okay. And you have a feeling that you know this druid. If you could find where he came from, there's probably more. This is just what he carried on him when he was spying on you guys, trying to get you out of his jaw, out of his swamp. What about the shard? Yeah. What about the what? The shard? Oh, the shard is just a weak magical enchantment that's like fading away. This is like the last of its magic that just keeps it warm. But you could use it as a, as a handbook. <laughs> it's basically a magic, the equivalent of a magical trinket at this point. Whatever great power it had is probably as old as the Goblin Empire Maybe it's some old relic that he found. I guess I mean. What's your voice, female? They're always cold. Oh, you made it even worse. So I get in Dutch. So, so you guys will continue the trek now that now that you have a magical compass. I will give your next survival roll advantage. How yes. about that? How okay. can this go wrong? Yes. What is it? It pulls out the. It's a large arrowhead that's been burned on both ends. So it's like that. Or a tooth? It could have been a tooth. Like a wolf's tooth? Or like a dragon's tooth. Be too big for a wolf's tooth. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're yeah. leading them forward. There's the desiccated body up into the flash Circle of life is taking effect. Fifteen. Fifteen. So you are saddling forth. You're like, guys. And, and then you realize there's a lake. So you gotta go around. Because even the bugbear is getting, you know, takes one step. It's getting deep. Okay, so you basically go around this this lake here, and, you know, and, and you come to a spot where you see in the water, the water is crystal clear. And when you're looking in this water, it's got to be from spring. You know, your survival is telling you this is probably the cleanest water in this entire place. And if you, you look in the middle of this little 10 foot deep spring, and you see the crack in the rock that's probably where the clean water is coming straight out of your spots. Go ahead and one of you guys give me a can. As we all look at the wizard. <laughs> oh, we're checking them. Okay. So, 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 which one do you like it? Oh my gosh. See? Now you just the Now they're both depleted. That's right. I did start with a pair of one. I'm sure you're surprised, but you're you're like, it's a spring. Okay, just because you don't trust him? You're like, you're right, it's a spring. Okay, so you guys realize this is a great natural spring. It seems to be very pure until the water trickles off and overflows and stagnates around it. But it seems to be like this everlasting spring, almost like the elves did this to ruin the goblin homeland here by turning it to wetlands. There's probably a couple of these when they're, they're nature crafters and source of the land that basically flood the goblins out. That was one of their plans. Never mind. We need to stop that.
Okay, so you guys continue on your little path, and you, you realize when you get into one of the trees to get a little overview, you realize that you're seeing Jones in the swamp camp. And then up ahead, you're seeing a bit of a hill rise. You can see from the trees that the topography is becoming a hill. And then all of a sudden, up ahead, you see what looks like stone that's been like crushed and crumbled, but it looks very very structural. Like there's a hill and there's something at the top of the I think we found our I think we found our destination. I think so. Yes. I need the swamp may certainly all the biting flies. Yeah. How many of those you know malaria flies have bitten you? So, so you're leading them on a really good path, and then all of a sudden, our cleric, give me a. Immediately, you guys step out of the underbrush in some solid earth. And yeah. you immediately feel this, this cool hand necrotic energy. As you realize, since you are a priestess from death, that the area oh, you just stepped small. into yeah, is un small. basically unconsecrated. It's on hollowed land ground. Yeah. And you're like, and it, so is the restroom in service or out of service? It's in service. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. We, we were wondering when we took it the, the restroom uh, lobby. How are you guys doing? So, oh, uh, come here. Because we are only until nine to five to stay a bit late. So just oh no, we're, we're good. We're coming up to a creepy rapid spot. Creepy rapid spot. As you're feeling this unhallowed rapid, and it's like a 40 to 60 foot opening, it's just everything is withered and Dying here. It's the only reason it's not overcome with the smart You see like some alligator bones, you see some bones that look a little too fresh. Some that look like they're from a humanoid, maybe a lizard's man. Maybe some, and you see this weird, almost goblin looking jungle. And then you look at some hands. But you're feeling this like Ooh. Uh, night. The so, so is this a I'm enjoying this feeling or is it a we better get out this it, it is unconsecrated so like if you were to have the ability to consecrate which for you would be unconsecrate it's unhallowed grounds it's basically tainted land so for me it's like for you, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. It's what you would like to do to make a place with comfort. Right. Great. This place, it's got a really nice energy. I like it. And will you absorb in this energy? I want you to give me perception. You to give me an arcana. And you to give me religion. A 12. You notice... Up ahead, a few more light, very sickly trees, and then there's, it looks like a pair of very old trees, and you see a broken seal of stone, a hint of stone wall covered mud. Mm -hmm. So what did you get? That's more like it, that was 20, so 24. 
So immediately you are detecting this place is full of magic. It's got some kind of warning up ahead. After you're sensing the, the which he's getting excited about the apologists, there's, there's a permanent spell drop on this place. But you are detecting when you look, all of a sudden you look at some of the sickly trees that are barely growing. They all have sigils subtly carved into them. And they're elven sigils. Of old elven magic. And all of a sudden you notice outside the Apollo area there's more and there are very strong faint glows coming off of them. When you use your arcana to like notice the So where the un, where, where the area is natural, there's a natural ensorcement. Where it's unhallowed, the ensorcement is very, very weak. Almost like whoever unhallowed this place made it safe against the open magic. So they basically uh furrows. Mm -hmm. We don't know what yeah, just your undergarments. And, and as our paladin is looking, because you're, you're all taking this place, you notice one of the trees and then the head almost seems to have. You know how when trees grow in and around things, how like breaks it apart and stretches it? Immediately you look, and there's a tree up ahead that looks like three elves were tied to a tree. Yeah. And just from what you're seeing, you look, you've heard of this ritual from ancient scripts. You know, that, that this is what we do to those nature loving elves. We crucify them, we try to make the tree grow. And the tree rips them to pieces. Because you're noticing that there's dying of iron into the tree with like a bone. And then there's like a foot later, the next bone. And then ribs that the tree's bark has grown through. So there's those little dimples so, where the bones are sticking out. So you meet with, uh, <laughs> you know, with a number of bones. That, that basically they were killed on uh, this tree. <laughs> and you're realizing that this 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 was this is a monument made to the goblin gods in, in the, the way of the dead who knows what. Uh, okay, so if you have no weapons, they literally say that the numbers are fine. And at the moment you're looking at this and you're taking it in, you're taking it in with the pure unholiness of this place. You're taking in the you see an entrance so to the temple. They, uh, You're taking in the, this place that got magical barriers that should be keeping us out, except for this place. Ooh, all of a uh, sudden, you realize that, that ah, through the fog, all of a sudden, ethereally coming up out of the ground, are three specter forms that immediately, when the heads come up, you realize have long, swooping, guarded ears. And they've got the intricate armor of elven warriors. And all of a sudden, for a second, you know, since you all rolled well, one of them has like a bracer on him, and also you realize in the tree there's an identical bracer thrown into the tree that like cracked and broke the, the mithril of it. But you notice the identical sure, one's yeah. on him. It's like a so, And immediately they, so let's, they, let's, they let's snap their eyes in unison looking at all of you, and they're grabbing their spectral weapons out. Let's, let's, go, let's go with this. You can give me. And that's a good place to yeah. wrap it up there. <laughs> but you see the finish line. You see the finish line on the other side of three elven specters. 
which are not nice things. Well, then but then again, awards. I, I don't know which awards you're going to do this year. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening. Hello, this is Eric. And Wendy Strzok with Stone Valley Hobby and Games. We sell board games, card games, role-playing games, and supplies. We have thousands of Magic the Gathering cards available, carry Kickstarter products, and work with veteran-owned small businesses to bring you our own line of products. We are a small business retailer, but we offer competitive prices, a loyalty system, and free shipping on orders over $100. As a military veteran myself, I'm a strong supporter of our armed forces, their families, and contractors out there doing the hard job. So any order from an AA, AE, or EP address will be shipped absolutely free. Remember, StoneValleyGames.com, where we take your leisure seriously. Well, we, we also have some skill by our hand. <laughs> you have a month to be out of town to warm up those dice. I love you. And immediately at that moment, Giggle Snort fouls out of the woods behind you, joining in with your numbers. Immediately, Giggle Snort dives behind one of you and disappears from sight. <laughs> So, Dagger Holding popped open, the two goblins ran off into the woods. Yip, 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 yip. Later encounter with spiders at night. No. We're getting rocked because spiders it's because it's, it's, it's a case of numbers. Yeah, yeah, numbers are are more oh. dangerous than kill yeah. all the crowd of their Uh-huh. And uh, um, basically when he when when he gets dropped again by the spiders. The goblins come back. And save them. <laughs> Mister, Mister. No, it was a, uh, it was a, uh, everyone gets one sort of situation. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> one. Like, uh, well, uh, yeah, the one he was really still happy that you saved him from the, the bugbear. So <laughs> you, you get this one. <laughs> it's one of those of you saved me from the big other people. You will only imprison me in a bag of holes. Did they kill me? Uh, he kind of left one of them naked for a long time, until we That's found like we found a supply of like oh here's some spare clothes from an armory. We'll we'll go ahead and shove that in.